Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. In October this year in New Hampshire in the USA, 37-year-old Dale Holloway walked into the New England Pentecostal Ministries where a wedding service was underway and shot the bride, 60-year-old Claire McCullen, in the arm, the 75-year-old bishop conducting the service, Stanley Choate, in the chest, and the 60-year-old groom, Mark Catiglione, was also treated at a local hospital after being hit in the head by an object. None of the three shooting victims died. But I wonder, is this what you call a shotgun wedding? I'm Tori Hodgman, and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Most people I know who've got married and are still married say that their wedding day was the best day of their lives. I mean, when you think about it, wedding days are filled with love and joy, and in some instances, crime. Today at Smooth Criminal, we're looking at crimes that took place at weddings, thanks to the suggestion of Smooth Criminal groupie Bridget from New South Wales. If, like Bridget, you have a suggestion for a theme for the show, please let us know by commenting on the pod site you're using or sending us a message on the Smooth Criminal Facebook page or you can email us at smoothcriminalchannel at gmail.com. Also, we have some more new subscribers, so welcome to the Smooth Criminal podcast and we hope you have fun listening to the show. So now to this episode, crimes that took place at weddings. Weddings have heaps of traditions. The one that comes to mind for me is something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. But this tradition I hadn't heard of and I'm not sure if it's a good tradition. But I'll let you decide and apologies to the dudes listening, but this story might hurt a little. So apparently in Egypt, a common but illegal wedding tradition is to fire a gun into the air But this went terribly wrong for groom-to-be Osman al-Al-Sayed, whose friend decided to follow the tradition, but instead of firing the gun skyward, I mean, I'm thinking he's either a really bad shot or a total asshole, but he fired the gun straight at the groom, hitting him in the hand, thigh and testicles. I'm sorry, guys, I did warn you, I did warn you, and I don't even have testicles, but this story makes me hurt down there, if you know what I'm saying. The poor groom was taken to hospital with very serious injuries. I mean, it was a bullet to the balls, that's pretty serious in my books. And the shooter was apprehended and arrested. Gate crashes aren't uncommon at weddings, But on some occasions, the gate crashes are there for more than just the free food and grog, and they can really mess up a good wedding. Like 20-year-old Shelby McDowell. Now, this chick snuck into a wedding reception at the Hammock Beach Resort in Florida, and she told the police later that she was there to keep an eye on a young man by the name of Darby Johns, who had been invited to the wedding, unlike her. According to Miss McDowell, Darby was her boyfriend and she saw him kissing a woman on the dance floor, flew into a rage, ran over to the pair while throwing her drink on them and then punched the woman, the other woman, in the face. She then took off and hid in a bathroom and the bridesmaids ran after her. 
Apparently they got down on the floor, grabbed her feet and dragged her out from under the stall and then started punching her. Somebody called the resort manager and when he arrived, somehow Miss McDowell had managed to get on top of the women and she was punching them. She ended up being charged with several misdemeanor battery charges, but the worst part of the story? Darby Johns denied that he and McDowell had ever been an item and she most definitely was not his girlfriend. And now we've got this next gatecrasher who's a next level professional. Let's head to Texas, where on at least six occasions in only November this year, a woman who hasn't been identified and charged yet has been attending weddings. And then when all the guests are seated, she raids a gift table and steals as many wedding gifts as she can carry. And San Diego has also got a professional gatecrasher with a $100,000 warrant out for her arrest. This gay crusher is 50 years old and she attends receptions and has also broken into bridal suites where she's lifted cash, credit cards, checks and other gifts while the guests are enjoying the reception. The suspect has been identified from CCTV footage as a woman by the name of Denise Louise Burns and according to police she's got a long rap sheet of prior convictions including drug possession, grand theft, identity theft and burglary just to name a few. But Burns is still on the run. Police regard her as a career criminal and they're hoping that her crime spree comes to an end soon. Weddings can also be really expensive but when it comes to paying for the wedding probably best you don't try and hold up a bank to foot the bill. But stupidly this is exactly what Heath Edward Bumpus I shit you not, that's his surname, B-U-M-P-O-U-S. So Heath Edward Bumpus of Texas decided holding up a bank to foot the bill for his wedding was a great idea. Bumpus walked into a Citizen State Bank branch, told them that he was armed and needed cash because, and I quote, I'm getting married tomorrow and I don't have enough money to pay for the venue or the wedding ring. The teller handed him an undisclosed sum of money and he left the bank But the Trinity County Sheriff posted video footage and in a weird twist, it was Bumpus's own fiancé who recognised him on Facebook. She called him straight away asking if it was him and telling him to turn himself into the police, which Bumpus dutifully did. Most of the money was recovered and Bumpus was ultimately charged and sentenced before a grand jury. And still in the States, a stingy couple who asked their friends and family to fund their wedding via donations decided to cancel the wedding but to rub salt in the wounds even more they also told their generous guests they were going to keep the money to and again I quote regain financial stability and simply go on a honeymoon without having a wedding how fucking scummy the bride did make a point of informing everyone they'd raised over 30 grand by having this wedding fund and to piss them off even more The greedy couple also told them that when they had a new date for the wedding, they would reopen the wedding fund for any further gifts, adding, weddings are expensive. Let's go to Wales, where Carla Louise Evans faked cancer in the hope a charity would pay for her wedding. She forged medical forms stating she had bladder cancer and liver failure, And then she approached a charity that helps pay for weddings of terminally ill brides, asking for assistance saying she had less than six months to live. 
Now, in a statement from police, Evans was hoping the charity, Wish for a Wedding, would pay more than £15,000 towards her wedding. But fortunately, the charity checked with the hospital where Evans claimed she was being treated, only to find that she wasn't listed there as a patient at all. In August this year, when she was sentenced, the judge gave her 12 months but suspended the sentence on the basis she was now single, but also the mother of two small kids. But the judge added, you should be utterly ashamed of yourself. Your behaviour beggars absolute disbelief. But I've got to say, whilst researching this topic, my favourite crimes at wedding stories had to be the wedding brawls. So even though I found a lot of stories, I've narrowed it down to the top three to find out which country can boast having the best or worst, depending on how you look at it, wedding brawl. So let's start with story number one, which comes from Australia, where the fight got so big, six police units showed up to try and get this huge pissed crowd under control. Oh, and by the way, when I say pissed, in Australia, that means drunk, not angry. I mean, you can use it for angry too, but that's more like we'll say we're pissed off, but pissed means drunk. So anyway, back to Australia, we're at this wedding and there's a huge inebriated crowd fighting like crazy and six cop cars had to rock up to try and get it under control. The groom and the best man were arrested, the maid of honour was given a warning and the bride, she ended up spending a night in jail. Well, sorry Australia, you're not going to win best brawl because this next brawl required seven cop cars. This shameless wedding tale comes from Buffalo, New York. A massive brawl broke out at the wedding and it ended with holes punched in the walls and blood everywhere. So what basically happened was the reception was coming to an end and people were getting ready to head home when some of the inebriated family members decided it might be a good time to tell other family members what they didn't like about them. When the police arrived, at least 100 people were fighting. Several people were treated at the scene for injuries and while no arrests were made, the state liquor authority opened a formal investigation to ascertain what had happened. Okay, so now we've got the Australian brawl that had the six squad cars. We've got the American brawl with seven squad cars. Could there possibly be a brawl to beat those two? Of course there is. This story from New Jersey involves 300 guests in a brawl. Police really did struggle to get this massive brawl and the 300 people involved in it under control because this had been a really boozy wedding and so most of the people involved with the brawl were drunk as skunks. So when the cops arrived, there were literally hundreds of people shouting and pushing each other and ultimately a man and woman were both arrested and charged with disorderly conduct. So well done, New Jersey. When it comes to wedding brawls, you guys get the gold medal. So let's end this episode of Smooth Criminal with a wedding story about murder most foul. In Australia, a bride managed to upset a lot of people when her wedding invitations included the words, no murderers. Kind of a weird thing to put on a wedding invitation. But it turns out the bride was a fanatical vegan So, of course, all the uninvited were horrified at being called murderers. Some even threatened to cut the bride out of their lives. And others even pointed out she'd missed an opportunity to show how delicious vegan food could be. But the vegan bride said having omnivores at her wedding would have been a distraction for her. 
And in her own words, I would have been bothered all day that animal killers were helping me celebrate my big day. I've got to say, though, I do have to agree with the bride. Meat is murder. Tasty, tasty murder. Thanks for listening to the latest episode of Smooth Criminal. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, the Smooth Criminal podcast channel on YouTube, and even directly through our website at shows.acast.com forward slash smooth criminal. Please rate and review and share with your friends. And thanks again too to Bridget for this week's suggestion. I also want to give credit to the YouTube channel Johnny Music for the organ pipe version of Smooth Criminal used in this episode. So that's it for another week. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal. (laughs) 